Today's prompt, today's topic is about joy. So let's talk about joy, my friends. You were about to tell us a story, Jen. Yeah, I joy. Well, I'm I'm not feeling particularly joyful because I just received news yesterday that uh, one of my friends. And and so, you know, I say friend, but, you know, it's somebody I, I grew up with. And so, you know, in, in the in the younger 8, 9, 10, 12, 14, 16 year old. Um, and he used to be a neighbor and we used to, you know, get together every day and play and do city things and have city adventures and such. I just found out yesterday that he passed away from COVID. Uh, so this is uh, he was in England, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was uh, yeah, it was a bit of bit of a shock. I've actually found England's been because uh, I've had two other friend, well, one other friend and one cousin who got very close. They went to the hospital and uh, and got placed into comas and stuff like that. They're they're both out and about and on the mend, but it seems um, maybe it's just that Canada's had a much weaker strain or a different strain because I've known a few people who've had COVID, but nobody, well, apart from my mother who got really serious, well, very serious, she died. But uh, apart from that, the other people I know, I, I don't know anybody else in Canada that has. You're a, you're a COVID survivor, Jazzy. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I, I don't even know if I really had it, but you know, but you know, I, I must admit, when I was quite sick and getting, and I was like, "Geez, I've never been this sick." When when I get better, I'm going to tell the doctor, like, give me a full check over, because I don't know what the hell's going on. At the time, I didn't know I had COVID. My doctor didn't tell me. Which actually I think was a blessing, because if you don't know and you think it's just an infection or something, and you know you don't have all that mind stuff, which says COVID, this could be deadly. You could. So, uh, but I remember when I started feeling better, I I was I had a lot of joy then. I was very. I, I had a lot of joy for you too, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So, 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 is it that joy? You can only have joy when when you have the other side, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Well, I thought of this topic because Jim said a couple of times that he's a joy seeker, and somehow that phrase stuck in my head that he said he was a joy seeker. So, it's sort of a, a way to maybe have get Jimmy to, to elaborate on what that means well you you know the well how jazz just alluded to the other juxtapo juxtaposition to joy which we we you know is the other stuff that you know the aggravations the difficulties the pain pain and all that stuff i believe is is fuel for joy if you manage it 
if you manage the, the not so good stuff well, joy has a, a, a good chance to emerge. And it's different from happy because happy is kind of a mood and joy I find, I think is like in between happy and love. It's a sort of a state. If you're joyful, it's kind of a state that's, um, that connects to other people. Happy is sort of for yourself a bit, but joy spreads a bit. It's got a spread quality to it. And, um, and it's, yeah, it's a little more mature, eh? That's why I'm trying to be a joy seeker, to try and be a little more mature than my normal presentation. I was going to look it up. Uh, it, what kind of, what is joy as a word? Is it an adverb? Joy to the world? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't is, know. Is joy an adverb? Joyful. Joy, I think, is a noun. It's an, it, or is it, is it, 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 right? It's like happy. Isn't happy a noun? Happy dog. A happy dog. I think uh, it's Jazzy's, adverb. Jazzy's made some sounds like his fingers are. are, are oh, are, yeah. Sorry, I'm back. Yeah, I mean, the first thing that comes up, joy, a feeling of great pleasure and happiness. I, I'm not sure that really nails it. <laughs> no, it's a little pedestrian. Yeah, it's typical internet Google, like what can you expect? <laughs> <laughs> Whoever pays them the most money, they come on first, right? <laughs> yeah, I can just imagine. Okay, let's look up joy. Oh, yeah, joy. Joy is the thing you get when you take this drug. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very good. I don't know. I prefer, like, personal definitions, like Jimmy was shaping it down uh -huh. up very nicely. Well, and it's, you know, it's, it's about connecting too, I think. Like most of the joyful times I have involved other people. Because you can generate a certain, the understanding of, of a situation you might be in that's joyful when it's shared with other people is real good. It's, 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 a, it's got a little settled quality to it. It's not like, you know, high-fiving and, you know, getting hammered. <laughs> <laughs> That's something else, for sure. That's something else. But joy has got a nice, light quality to it. And uh, and I think you can create, you can create joy. Oh, pray tell. <laughs> you can manifest joy. And, and then how do you do that? Uh, well, I think you need to have known it. Mm -hmm. And then you remember it. And some people never experience it. Some people have pretty rough rides. Mm -hmm. And so joy is, uh, it's not available. I don't think to, to some people, you know, maybe a little happiness here and there, like quick, quick little buzz and laugh, 
but joy is a little more like i said it lasts a little bit it's got a a quality to it that uh settles you out settled me out and like when i play play music and the next day i'm loose i'm loose because i played with other people and we were seeking we we're seeking joy i mean when you're playing music you're looking for joy right you're looking for something to wag your tail with you know it's it's that that zone right and it's good to get when you deserve it not to get too protestant here but it's easier to get when you deserve it uh-huh. what about when you take your walks up the mountain your daily walks up the mountain is that bring you joy uh it does it yeah it does it's pretty pretty killer it's pretty killer it's uh it's part it's because the the bush is so incredible uh, up there you know i mean it just soaks you it soaks everything from you and uh, and then the walking yeah it's pretty i've only go every second day because i'd be dead i think if i ever went every day <laughs> but yeah like it's sort of like arch- archetypal things again sort of bring me joy you know um dealing with real thing my garden i'm pruning my fruit trees now okay i just started well bingo you know i, I think a pruning fruit trees like oh good you know i get to go and help them you know control them help control them a friend of mine used to say pruning fruit trees is like teaching because you're always looking for a bud the last bud that's heading off in a direction you want it to go so you cut it just after that right so you're kind of steering it over there like we're kind of steering ourselves to the word joy and what it means we're quite you know it's like that's learning <laughs> that's teaching learning yeah yeah i took um because i received some not pleasant news not life shattering news anyway but anywhere but just sort of you know disappointing news so i thought well i can i can sit here and not be happy about it disappointed really or well why don't you just blame brexit and get organized yeah, well, let's just get organized here and say <laughs> let's just get to the point brexit all right brexit right those people <laughs> so what i did similar to what jim was talking about is i uh i had there was a small task that needed to be done up at the pastures i needed to unload a very 100 uh meters of fencing right so i thought it was a good idea given my state that i wasn't happy to be inside of was to change the scenery from the house and the feelings to outside with boots and a little drive up the mountain and a simple very very simple task of just taking this fencing and putting it into the into the pasture which also then tricked myself into wanting to walk around the pasture because it's been rainy and snowy and windy for many many days and today it's it's beginning to change so i could check on the the barn the wooden barn that we built i could check on the canals that we've dug 
I could check on the fencing we've already hung. And then I was also in the mountains alone, <laughs> just in a pasture. So I was trying very much to reconnect with a space that I love very much. And also by doing something instead of sitting with something. It worked a little bit, worked a little bit. Oh, that's, that's incredible. So you're in a space or a place where, you know, because, because of circumstances beyond your control, it's, it's just shat upon you, so to speak. So I really love what you did. So you, you move away from the space, you do something else. And Active, like Jim was talking. <laughs> yeah. And, and so you, you leave that um, sad place behind and, and um, get a little bit more joyful. It's, it's very interesting. Jim was talking about music. And so when you get music, you get harmony and, and, and it, it almost seems like joy is combining a couple of elements, a couple of different things, uh, maybe a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Maybe uh, what, what, as you were saying, you went to a different space, did a different task. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. What's interesting. I also, this happens a lot, so it's related to what this moment I just attempted to describe. Plus, I live in a place that is a mostly like utterly silent and very few people. And the people I do see, I really enjoy. But, or I'll stand out on my terrace, and especially in the summer in the middle of the night and just stars in the sky, and I'm on the terrace. It's quiet. But I realize that there's a lot of stuff running around my head. So if I, and then I realize that I'm actually maybe physically in that space, but that my world, my internal world is full of tedium, whatever it might be. It could be tedious, it could be it could be dramatic, it doesn't matter, but it's like I'm not really there in that space because the space is present for me, but I'm preoccupied with mental considerations or emotional, pseudo-emotional feelings. So then I have to like shake my head like a boxer after he gets smashed in the face with a punch, right? <laughs> you know, like, wake up, you know, shake my head and say, appreciate where you're at because this internal dialogue is is really you know messing it up so though i have all of these opportunities around me to embrace what i would define as joy for me i also find it buttressed or blocked or altered by internal dialogues Very much so. <laughs> Very much so. Well, you know, it's like this morning I went out and split. So I've, I've gotten sa firewood for Sandy 
for the shop next door where he's been living until about two weeks ago. And then he, he finished all my firewood up and then he finally went to get his. Well, usually I get mine early in the spring and then having dry firewood is really joyful thing. It spreads out all winter. You've got dry firewood and every time you put a piece of wood in the fire, it's dry and it burns and you can control it. So this stuff is wet. It's dry, but it's been laying out and it's wet. So I've been going up, splitting it small, put a fire on the fan and drying it out. Now, we're not always getting along that good, but for me to be able to do those kind of things, pedestrian kind of things, chores, you know, the next thing needs doing, that's what I cling to for my sanity. You know, and I've got lots of like splitting firewood, you know, you do that for a couple hours and, you know, you're, <laughs> you're calmed down quite a bit and, and, and you've got something done. You, you turn around, bang, you know, it's all piled, it's getting dried. And so functional stuff to me, and I mean, playing music is functional too, as a pursuit, because it does provide joy. You know, it's functional to provide joy for you. And like you said, yes, just earlier about harmony. Well, harmony is making a chord. You're one note and then somebody harmonizes you. You're a chord. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How much more plentiful that is. <laughs> and, you know, everything's surrounded by buddies and it sounds like Christmas, eh? So, <laughs> sounds like Christmas. <laughs> Very good. Very good. Yeah. So doing doing tasks, functional tasks, really, really, uh, you're not wasting your time listening to yourself moan and groan. Because I can really go. I mean, I can I can go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so I, I guess it's a it's a matter of you, you just just sort of let it let it wallow you you know you just and and then and there's that moment of you don't want to do anything we're supposed to be talking about joy but we're talking about the opposite thing but, <laughs> but anyway it's uh, i mean there is that um and then it becomes like you know uh, newton's second or third law i mean he had so many laws and, and so it's like it's it's once a thing is moving, it's it takes less force to keep it moving than it does to to start it. Which is, you know, it's the same with a car. Like when you that that when you when you turn it on and that first gear, that's the most powerful because that's actually getting it in motion. Once it's in motion, then then you're starting to use the momentum to um, keep moving. I was I really like the 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 stars because I I live in the city, and that used to be one of my favorite parts of going down to California because there's no lights there, and being California, it's often clear and sunny. So in the evening, you have all the stars, and you know they say everything that the stars move everything, like. Right? You know, 
your destiny the, the day you were born, where the star is and where this is. And uh, Yeah, I just wonder if all these thoughts and preambles and worries and fears and everything is just, just little parts of stars zinging you, you know, just moving you along. Your, your star, so I'm reminded of a, a very special moment. So visiting with Jim and Jazz during my summers off in the, in the States, right? School teacher, summertime, fantastic, right? Lots of joy there, right? No work for three months. But anyway, so Elaine and I, my wife and I would, would car camp and travel the West, right? And then her father her, from Spain, from the city near Barcelona, would meet us. So he would fly from Barcelona to, let's say, Vegas. A couple of times he flew to Vegas. So we would come into the big city of Vegas and rescue him from such <laughs> an awful place, right? Um, and he would get in the car with us and join us in our where are we going tomorrow kind of idea of, of running around the West in our car, right? So we would vote. There was this one place in Utah, I believe, there's two places we did it, but one I'm pretty sure is in Utah, and it was near a city called Enterprise, Utah, which gave me thrills because Star Trek, of course, and then also like the Utah mentality. It's very, you know, very normalized to have a city called Enterprise, you know, money and Jesus, right on, right? Um, so we found this very isolated and desolate campsite called Honeycomb something or another because all the stone made it look like a beehive, right? And so whatever, those were the decorations of that particular space. But what was amazing about it is that the silence and the stars, right? So Elaine's father gets out in the middle of the like camping road, lays on his back and just looks up at the stars. And I said, you know, that's a good idea. So, <laughs> We spent an hour, I don't know how long, not speaking, laying on the ground on our backs and just looking at the stars. Mm -hmm. That is a very joyful memory. We did it one or two, two other times too, but I think that was one of the more potent, lay on the back and look at the stars. Wow, nice. Yeah, it, it, it brings back to mind, you know, we... We play play music and do do art and drawing and painting and and you know that that does bring joy and um, and the movement as well. So I um, as you as you know I I practice Tai Chi and and that brings brings me great joy. You know, it's. Um, I don't know exactly how it works. It's all to do with the stars and the heavens, and we got the Northern Star and Big Dipper. But it's it it it, it it's sort of harmonizing, you know, uh, the the movement itself, and and um, although it seems like you can. You you're using muscle. The the way uh, is to it's to keep the muscle relaxed while you're practicing Tai Chi, so that you're not muscling through. 
and that's not a not an easy thing to do because we're so into the get the get the muscles. Yeah. I've been hurting my muscles because I'm trying to, you know, force it. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, there's a, an attitude I think I learned from my dad. <laughs> Just get angry and, you know, exert your force. <laughs> yes, yes. I did I, yoga I, the same. When I did yoga, I did it the same way that my dad might have done it, which is, you know, just horrible. I'm going to get in this position, you know, and I'm all forcing my body into places it's not ready to go and making strange sounds that the other yoga people are probably annoyed by because, you know, I'm going to break breakthrough to the success <laughs> of yoga <laughs> not a good approach well it seems like balance is a big part of like yoga and tai chi right and and music and drawing uh, you know almost every activity that we do if you can just get it balanced get things balanced just right so you're putting in the right amount of effort and you're not overdoing it and you're you're leaving a little bit for the next time you know that so there's a connection there and that's that's my my when i can do that like with having the kids around it's been harder to to have my set up my life and so now having the the pictures all around that we're doing you know i walk in the cabin in here and walk and buy a picture that i just did and it's like whoa you know whoa you mean a picture that you drew, Jim? Yeah, a drawing. Yeah. You know, and it's like, whoa, you know, you're connected to it, right? You, you got this little thing. Oh, oh, that's something. <laughs> that's something. And it's got, it's loaded to, uh, to give you a sense of joy, you know, and, you know, like, yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's an elusive quality joy you know you don't own it that's the other you know you can't buy it you can't you can't buy it it's, it's like i say to people in ryandale you just can't buy okie dokie do they understand you they understand that's right because you can't okie dokie is kind of low class right it's it's low rent rendezvous and you you know and it's pleasant for a lot of rich people to drop into that because it's the pressure's off it's more balanced it's like whoa nobody's trying to make be better than me right and then so they try and buy it it's gone because you can't you can't buy that kind of situation that's working it's working well on a lower level you know not a sophisticated level and so people are able to be primates a little more and have primate fun, you know. Joy stops when the money when money comes into it. I find. You mean I can control these moods that descend upon me? You mean I have? I'm not a slave to them. Well, control might be a little strong. Okay, well, uh, see, there it is. I told you I like to grip things by the neck and squeeze the life out of it. I know, know and that might not work that way. <laughs> but 
but you make friends with your pain, right? You become really, really good friends and you don't want to get rid of it because it locks you into this thing, right? You, where you're right. I'm right about why I'm in pain mm -hmm. and it's their fault and I'm right and I'm not moving. And it's hard to let go of feeling that kind of justification, right? To back to, oh, oh what's going on? <laughs> I don't know what's going on now. You know, that's, that's the part I mean. I, I'm glad when I can go, oh, yeah, I don't know what's going on. Jimmy, you don't know. Just, just clean the dishes and then go outside and you'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, I think the energy, Jazzy, comes from the disgust with myself that I'm, that I, I have, I, you know, there's a finite amount of time for each of us and I'm mm -hmm. feeling like there's less and less money in the bank, we'll say. So there's a, there's a, an, a lack of interest of indulging that, right? Mm -hmm. Or, or, or so I, I'm, I'm, when it falls on me, right? Or comes over me or surprise, I'm here, just whatever words, disappointment or mucky yucky feelings right that i don't want to be there mm -hmm. so then you know there's a few things i can do to get out of that but it it also asks me to to make a move but that move sometimes is like i am disgusted yeah. with feeling this way <laughs> i don't want this thank you no yes I always say, like, I like people coming out of the ditch because they're seeking, you know, they're climbing up and they're, they're climbing towards the light. And so by just the nature of moving up to light, which is kind of voidy in its aspect, you know, it's, you're, you're, you know, you're not going down. People going down, you know about. You don't want to hook on to them too much. But people climbing up, you can hook on. You can harmonize them. Give them a little push. Hey, you know. Because they're thinking that way. They're thinking up joyful already. You don't have to make them think that way. They're already wanting it. So you can give them a pop. Say, hey, you want to play marimbas? Let's go. <laughs> Hey, you want to play marimba? I'll take you to the moon. <laughs> and I won't bring you back either. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I know Jim always says, keep on moving. Keep on moving. Yeah, movement seems to be my friend while I'm here. Well, I remember the... Um, uh, from uh, from my maths, because I, I did a lot of maths when I was younger. So from maths, you have you have the zero, which is the nothingness, and then you have a one, which is a point, and then you have two, which is two points, so you can draw a line, and then you have three, so it's three dots, and then you have a plane, and then you have four, which is a solid because you join the dots and so you got four, which is a solid. And then, uh, and those were like the four dimensions and time being the next one. But in, um, in uh, I don't know if it's in Crowley's tarot or numerology, they use five is 
the the next obvious thing to to having a solid is five, which which means movement, because that's the next thing which comes, and then six becomes identity, where the the thing becomes aware of itself, and then you got seven, eight, nine, which is sat, chit, and anand. Sat seven means truth. Chit, I can't remember what that is. Maybe being eight, and then nine is bliss or joy. Nice.